Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The push to vaccinate. When they know the facts, it'll help. Plunging birth rate. The lowest since 1979. Can Donald Trump get back on Facebook? They want to err on the side of free expression. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. President Biden's new goal, 70% of American adults to have at least one COVID vaccine shot by the 4th of July. Right now, the country's at 56%, and in some places, demand for the vaccine is dropping. Centers for Disease Control Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky on CBS This Morning. We need to make it convenient. We need to have trusted messengers delivering the message. We need to have it in physicians' offices. Again, more trusted messengers. CBS's David Begno says the plan is about simplicity. Make getting the vaccine easier than ever by offering walk-in appointments at local pharmacies and expanding pop-up clinics. Welcome back. This is your second dosage of Moderna. Just like this FEMA-run site in Queen Anne's County, Maryland. It's very important for people to have these mobile units. Ida Jeffries, who just got her second dose, says she knows a few people who are still on the fence about this. As they see their friends and their neighbors doing things that they can no longer do and they're no longer accepted in the group, perhaps that might be the persuasion. The Biden administration is also planning to work with more local doctors who they believe will be key to breaking through that vaccine distrust in local communities. Dr. Stephen Lakey is the chief medical officer at a hospital in Fort Collins, Colorado. There are are going to be a demographic that are going to be suspicious or, or have not heard the message. Having that impact of having our local leaders in those rural environments is going to be critical. A new poll indicates more than half of us still wear a mask when leaving the house, but the number of vaccinated people wearing a mask is down to just over 60 percent. Correspondent Vicki Barker tells us the pandemic and the anxiety that's gone along with it is thought to have played a major role in just released government numbers. The U.S. birth rate fell 4% last year. That's the biggest single-year decrease in nearly 50 years. The nation's maternity ward saw fewer women of every major race and ethnicity and nearly all age groups as the pandemic took hold, the birth rate falling to its lowest point since records began more than a century ago. The new figures suggest this generation of Americans won't have enough children to replace itself. Facebook's oversight board is due to decide this morning on whether to restore former President Donald Trump's account, which was taken down the day after the January insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Ian Schur of our tech partner CNET. What I'm going to be looking for is that this oversight board has said they want to err on the side of free expression. That suggests that President Trump may end up winning here. The larger question, though, is that there's a lot of other people in the governments of the world today that 
raise similar concerns as President Trump. There could be a Republican vote as soon as next week to remove Wyoming Republican Liz Cheney from her House leadership post. Cheney was the highest-ranking Republican to vote to convict Mr. Trump at his second impeachment trial. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, who has supported the former president and his unfounded claims of a stolen election, indicates he can no longer stand up for her. Hundreds of thousands are without power in several southern states after another day of wicked storms. In the Birmingham, Alabama area, WIAT-TV's Malik Rankin tells us heavy rain caused major problems. Floodwaters rose quickly, leaving residents a little time to grab what they could. We were going to leave and the car was flooded like halfway up. Caitlin Wood and her dog had to be rescued by boat from their first floor apartment unit. Whenever I saw the flash flood warning, we get it all the time, so I never thought that it was actually going to be, I need a boat to get out of my apartment complex because it's so deep. At least three deaths and dozens of injuries have been blamed on this week's bad weather. The defense attorney for the former police officer convicted in the killing of George Floyd has gone to court asking for a new trial, alleging the court abused its discretion, and he wants the murder verdict impeached because of juror misconduct. That could be a reference to juror Brandon Mitchell, who was at a D.C. march last August. Mitchell says it was not to protest Floyd's death. It was the 57th year anniversary for when Martin Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech. So, I mean, that march is focused on voter registration. Either way, I was going to D.C. for this event, even if George Floyd was still alive. Investigators say an early review reveals support beams failed in the collapse of a Mexico City train overpass. CBS's Adrian Bard says a preliminary report is due by the end of the week. A number of groups are now calling for the director of Mexico City's metro transit system to step down after this dreadful accident that so many here feel could have been avoided. Back in 2014, six of the 20 stations on the ill-fated Line 12 were closed temporarily. Since then, an independent French company has been in charge of maintenance, making test runs in off hours. 24 people were killed, more than 70 injured. There are new developments today in the political uncertainty in Israel. Israel's president will appoint a new candidate to form a government after Prime Minister Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu failed to do so. Reaction on the street. I think we need a new government here. I think it's been too long since Bibi was the prime minister. But Netanyahu's rivals do not have a clear path to a government either. So after four inconclusive elections in two years, Israelis are bracing for a fifth election. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. Well, 60 years ago today, the first American went into space. CBS's Walter Cronkite was one of hundreds of journalists at Cape Canaveral that morning. The weather is good and it is 10 minutes to launch. It had been just over three weeks since the Soviets made Yuri Gagarin the first human in space. That was done in secret. Alan Shepard's flight was broadcast live for the world to see and hear. Shepard's flight was 15 minutes, up and down, a modest but successful start for America's human spaceflight program. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center.
Restraint was the order of the day for a law enforcement official in Southern California who encountered a situation that could have gotten out of hand. It began as an ordinary traffic stop but quickly turned nasty. Here you go, Mexican racist. The woman receiving the ticket verbally attacked the sheriff's deputy who is Hispanic. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? The deputy didn't respond at all to the racist comments. At the end, he even offered some kind words. There you go, dear. That was a day. L.A. Sheriff Alex Villanueva had praise for his officer. Totally unflappable. No matter what she threw at him, he didn't take the bait. Steve Futterman, CBS News. South Carolina is one of just two states with no hate crimes legislation, but a bill named for a state lawmaker who was a victim in the 2015 Charleston Church Massacre moved closer to possible passage. It survived a Republican challenge in a state Senate committee. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.